You're listening to Cinema Geekly Premium, premium podcast from premium people. Thanks for your support. Today we are canceling the apocalypse! Hey everyone, it's another episode of Hear the Walking Dead, Cinema Geekly's all-encompassing omnibus Walking Dead podcast. It's Anthony Lewis here with Aurora Bubaloo. How are you doing? Good, and you? I am doing okay. Uh, no Aaron this week. Uh, who yeah. knows? He is probably busy formulating more Harry Potter references to fit into his reviews of Fear the Walking Dead. He I did. Mean, ass- he assured me yeah. there was some more. This episode, uh, just the title, is a reference to Harry Potter, right? I guess. <laughs> Not fade yeah. away, it's like a I spell. <laughs> I guess. Uh, yeah, I'm just, I'm just waiting for the Wingardium Leviosa titled episode. <laughs> I'm sure it's going to be coming at some point. Uh, no, but he's not here, so I guess it's just you and me, but we're, we're kind of used to this thing. If anybody's listened to the, the Marvel podcast, Aurora and I dissected all of the episodes of Daredevil and really soon I'm, I'm hoping you're going to join me when we do jessica jones i think that starts of course yeah that, i've been that, waiting for that for a long time <laughs> i think that starts in just a few weeks i think yeah. i'm yeah. excited because i don't know anything about that character i know yeah, i'm not nothing. that familiar with her either so yeah. i know nothing about that character but i know david Tennant is in that show so yes. i am already <laughs> i bought my yeah i was gonna say <laughs> i bought my tickets already for for that <laughs> If David Tennant's involved, I'm I'm totally there. Yes. Um, and also, you just uh, I, we were talking about this off air as well, but you did a panel at it was Wizard World Columbus, I want to say. That's right. Mm-hmm. And everything went smoothly there, I trust. Yeah, everything went great. Uh, there's a video, I believe. Is it on mm-hmm. the Is it on ladiesgeekingout.com or is it on the Facebook page? It's on the Facebook page, um, but if you go, we have a YouTube channel for Lace Geeky now, so if you just search for it, you'll find it. There you go. Uh, And you can go check out uh, her panel, and uh, do you got got any more of those coming up, or is that the, the last one for a while? That's, uh, I think that's the last one for fall, because most of the ones that I'm doing are in spring. So, ah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. and and this time, this type of year, there aren't nearly as many cons anyway. I don't think. Right, right. Uh, the, the, the most, the bigger ones are usually from maybe May, uh, March to May. Yeah, summertime, summer, spring, summer. spring, yeah. summer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, anyway, continue success with all of that. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. I saw your incredibly professional pictures that they took of you <laughs> in front of the Wizard World wall. <laughs> well done. Way to way to way to represent. Those are oh, those are awesome. Those are awesome. Um, all right, so we're gonna jump right in to uh, Fear the Walking Dead season one, episode four, called "Not Fade Away," uh, and this starts roughly nine days after the end. This is the first episode where it has not been a direct continuation from the previous episode. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. In the last episode, we saw the military show up, and everybody was. Feeling like, hey, it's going to be awesome. It's going to, things are going to start turning around because the military's here. And we start nine days, uh, this episode begins, after the army quarantines the neighborhood and turns it into uh, a safe zone, which the army refers to a DZ. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically everybody is trying to continue their life as normal. I, I do want to note, just for the weirdness of this, the song they played at the beginning 
is the same exact song they started off the season in Gotham with as well, oh. by the way. So it was really weird. Not the same version. Uh, this was done by a different singer. Uh, but there was a the same exact song, and it was just very deja vu-ish for a moment. <laughs> Hearing that, I'm like, is this the same song? Oh my gosh, it is. Uh, Perfect Day, I believe, is the song. Um, but they start with that with like a montage. Uh, I think it's Travis is out jogging, and I yeah. think it's Christopher, right? His his biological mm-hmm. son is on a. When I saw him running, I thought it was like a flashback. <laughs> Yeah, no, he was just back to living his life as normal in this. Uh, yeah. I don't know in this case if DZ stands for demilitarized zone. I don't know what it stands for in this case. I, yeah. He's just jogging around, uh, just trying to get back to his life. Uh, Christopher is sitting atop uh, the house with his camcorder. I don't know what he's doing exactly. I don't know if he's making a vlog. Yeah, he's like vlogging. He's doing something and out of uh in his the, the viewfinder of his camera, he sees a house way out beyond the uh the quarantine zone and uh he sees a light flickering from one of the houses. Mm-hmm. Uh and that's uh, that leads us to the 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 title card. Um so basically uh even though the military is kind of keeping things under wrap and keeping people safe, the residents are beginning to chafe under the strict military curfew that they are put under. Uh, Madison is stressed by her home's overcrowding mm-hmm. uh, and the shouldering of much of the work. Uh, so, yeah, basically, uh, the military has come in and they have put, uh, you know, curfews and there's food rationing and there's uh you know, med- there's definitely like medicine rationing and things like that. People are suffering and they're ill and they're sick. Uh, so, yeah, we were to discuss that Chris has uh, reason to believe there's survivors outside of, uh, of the safe zone. Uh, Travis has to go help a, a neighbor, Doug, into yeah. consenting to the military health screenings. Uh, they kind of tease for a little bit that maybe Doug is zombified or he's dying or something. Uh, it turns out he just cannot handle the pressure of lying to his family that because he does not feel like everything is going to be OK, but he knows it's his duty to tell them that it's going to be OK. And he's basically like, are they going to know I'm lying? He's basically having a mental breakdown uh, trying to deal with all of this. Mm-hmm. Um, meanwhile, Liza is providing uh, medical assistance to the neighbors. Uh, Nick is hanging out in a pool this whole time. <laughs> And basically decides, uh, he scopes out what Liza's doing and breaks into, I guess, this neighbor's house. So there's an elderly man who is sick and is receiving a morphine drip. And Mm -hmm. Nick steals it and sticks it into his foot so he can get the morphine drip. I couldn't watch that. I was so Uh, upset uh, about that. So uh, Ophelia Salazar runs into a handsome soldiery fellow. And I guess begins a relationship with this man seemingly very rapidly. Uh, they went from, oh, you're cute, to making out in the back of his military jeep thing. That was mm-hmm. uh, a very quick escalation of events. Um, she is trying to also get more medicine, uh, but not for a drug addiction, for her mother, Griselda. Uh, later, Travis discovers that Doug has been detained by the military for breaking curfew, well, Madison confirms that there is a survivor outside of the safe zone. Uh, basically, Chris goes to Travis and Madison to try to convince them of this. And Madison decides she's going to try to get out there and find out 
uh, what's legit and what's not. And when she does get out there, she basically sees streets full of dead people. Some of them did not even look like they were sick. Mm -hmm. Uh, So she confirms that there are people outside of the zone trying to signal for help. Uh, With the army refusing to help, Madison sneaks outside the perimeter and finds evidence of the army killing everybody outside of the safe zone, even uninfected. Uh, Meanwhile, Daniel Salazar warns Madison of a previous experience in El Salvador where people were being taken away under the guise that they needed to receive medical treatment but were in fact actually killed. Uh, This also ties into a storyline where Liza runs into an actual medical official from the military who uh, enlists her help uh, to to tend for the sick. And uh, one of the people they determine needs help is Griselda, Daniel's wife, mm-hmm. uh, basically saying if she does not get surgery, she's going to lose a foot and they're going to take her to a military hospital. And uh, they also decide they're going to seize Nick because when Nick underwent an examination, it was pretty clear, despite his best efforts, that he was a drug addict right. and he was high and uh, the family is protesting, but Nick is also taken away. And Eliza is then asked uh, to accompany and assist the medical team. And despite not wanting to leave Christopher, she goes with them. And uh, the last thing we see is Madison up on top of the house uh, trying to signal the, I guess, trying to signal the people in the house outside of the zone. And I believe we are led to believe that we not only do we see the flashing lights, but then we see a lot of flickering lights and a very low-end kind of gun-sounding noise. And I think we are led to believe that the military went in there and killed the people who were inside that house. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that is where the episode ends. Uh, so your thoughts on Not Fade Away, Aurora? Um... I think this has been my least favorite episode so far. There wasn't a single zombie in this episode. <laughs> there wasn't, and I Not think a, that there was a lot of uh, like buildup for nothing. Yeah. Like there were some scenes that I felt like something very intense was gonna happen, and then nothing happened. Yeah. So, um, I mean, I still like the episode, but I, from all the episodes we've seen, this has been the one that I've been mo- the most disappointed in, um, and. Uh, you missed uh, to mention the fact that Madison kicked Nick's ass. <laughs> oh yes, yes. Oh, I, I definitely want to. I definitely want to get into that because Nick, in this episode, single-handedly became the most despicable character to me. Yes. I can. I can understand. Uh, I can. I can totally understand addiction mm-hmm. and his hunger and his craving for it, but that does not excuse his behavior, which was absolutely deplorable. And when mm-hmm. when Madison started slapping the shit out of him, I leapt from my chair and cheered. Yeah, I'm not kidding. Yeah. I was so I'm like, yes, do do more. Punch this, yeah. punch this jerk. What yeah. an asshole. Yeah, I. Would- you guys, I mean, like, I could totally see her reasoning. Like, she has to be so frustrated. We we are in this situation that's awful, and you're thinking about this. Yeah. <laughs> um, and this was after she had gone out there and seen just dead zombies, dead yeah. people. Uh, and she's like, this is what you're concerned with. You have no idea what's going on. Yeah. Uh, that was great. Uh, once again, Madison steals the show for sure. Oh, yeah. This this was her episode. Like She was the star in this episode from the beginning to end. I mean, uh-huh. the big reveal, I guess, in this episode, I mean, because there was a big reveal. The big reveal is that the army is killing people and not just mm-hmm. zombies. Mm-hmm. They've basically quarantined off. Uh, basically, the way, the way it seems that they're looking at this as 
the people that we've got in the safe zones are safe. Anybody outside the safe zone is potentially a zombie. Right. So we're going to shoot them. We're not taking the risk. Yeah. Um, but let me let me ask you this because I I'm not sure how this makes sense. Like if we are in a situation like this and they send a do- sent a doctor to look for sick people to help them and take them to the hospital, mm-hmm. you would think that they would have like priorities. Like yes. an, an addict is not a priority. You know what I mean? A priority is someone that's like dying or like yes. Griselda was almost going to lose her, her foot. But I don't know. I don't I don't know why they took Nick. I mean, because it's not even like he was like, you know, a drug addict that was dying or, you know, he seemed fine. Yes. When they saw him. So I, I mean, he was that. he was very smarmy, but he. Right. Was, you know, he was fine. Otherwise, I don't know. Like, I wonder if they're looking like I think because we know where this leads uh which is the walking dead is where this all leads Mm -hmm. and we know what that's like uh i'm thinking you know because they're talking about a a, a lot of times in this episode they talked about uh you know well maybe they're they're hoarding medical supplies for the big push to take back the city all the way Mm -hmm. and they're talking about this and they're talking about that um but i have a feeling that the higher up the command chain you go the I think that the realism is that no, this is actually really horrible, and we're not going to be retaking the city, and they may be looking at anybody who is sick mm-hmm. or anybody who has a sickness like Nick's uh right. drug dependency uh as weak. These right. are weak people that are only going to slow or drag uh yeah, things down true. and uh but because there is still this semblance of society, they're going to take them to maybe get help. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, all, all shucks, uh, something bad happened and uh, they died or yeah. you never see them again. He's receiving treatment, but you never see him again. Mm-hmm. Uh, that sort of thing. Um, now, both of the uh, Griselda is a, considered a lead character as is Nick. So I'm presuming we will still, see them but since mm-hmm. there are only two episodes left I'm, I'm not exactly sure where it's going to lead but that is that is maybe that's my feeling I mean they haven't come out and said that yet but I have a feeling we might find out that the situation is far worse the military the higher ups of the military know how bad it is but the word is not leaking down to everybody else so as to avoid panic right. or something along those lines and yeah they might just see those types of people as weaknesses that need to be uh you know, done away with, which... Yeah, I think you're right, because that doctor was very shady. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and God, the the military commander guy, boy, that yeah. guy was a douchebag. Holy yeah. cow. Yeah. Uh, when Travis went to him to talk about Doug, because Doug's wife had gone to them, and it's like, this car's gone, and we're not even supposed to be driving cars, and, you know, she was worried he got out somehow, and, uh, you know, Travis goes to the... I can't remember his name, but the military guy. And he's like, oh, yeah, that guy. We we picked him up, and he's getting the help he needs now or whatever. And uh, it's like he didn't tell his family. And he's and basically he's like, I'm not a social worker. That's not my job. You can go down. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, holy cow, really? Uh, but I think that does sort of fit into things because it seems like the only thing that was wrong with Doug was that he was having a bit of a mental breakdown. Yeah. Uh, and, if they, and if they took him away, that sounds like they're certainly trying to – uh, weed out the the weaker 
people living within the safe zone. Yeah, that's true. Um, which is a terrifying thought, but yeah. knowing the world of The Walking Dead like we do, uh, I guess it's kind of necessary. Yeah, and that's surprising. <laughs> it, it makes me feel weird. It, like if such a thing happened within Rick's group, I would not feel nearly as weird about it as I do here. Right. Like this this feels more wrong to me than it does right. there. Even though I know where this is going to end up. Like their plan whatever plans they have aren't going to work to you know, things are eventually going to completely fall apart and there won't be such a thing as safe zones, mm-hmm. uh, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and even if there ever is a safe zone, as we've seen in The Walking Dead, they don't last for very long. Yeah. Because people just Apparently, no people just can't get along. I guess yeah. people is the are theme. people. Yeah, people are people. I guess people people's gonna peep. I guess I don't know. <laughs> it's really distressing, actually, that like even in the most dire of straits, we can't get our shit together. Yeah. Uh, it's really depressing. Uh, it, it, it's not it's not sending much of a positive message. Um, <laughs> did anybody stick out to you other than other than Madison this episode? Um. Uh, that, I was surprised at Liza that she decided to go with the military and leave his son behind, her son behind. Yeah, I, I think, I mean, but from her perspective, I think she felt like, I mean, she doesn't want to leave him there, but she, she wants to more. help people. Yeah. yeah. She wants yeah. to help. Um, I don't think, I think, again, Alicia had nothing to do in this episode. She was like, like tattooing herself. I guess, yeah. That's she. I think she went into that Asian lady's home. I guess yeah. I don't know what, what house she went. I think that's the house she went into. Yeah, yeah. And was reading notes or letters or something, but that's about all she did this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Daniel Daniel Salazar was was Daniel Salazar again. He's he seems to have a much firmer grip yeah. on reality. It's like him and Madison and everybody else is just completely out of the loop for one reason or another. Um, but yeah, other than that, nobody, and, and even Madison did not really stick out in this episode. Nobody really stuck out. Like this was the episode where they needed to set up the situation where they could give you the big reveal that the military is not just killing walkers. Uh, right. They're killing regular people and apparently taking people away. I mean, we're going to find out what happens to Griselda and Nick presumably uh i'm guessing they don't die but we'll find out i'll be perfectly honest at this point if nick gets killed i i'll feel bad for madison but i'm I'm not gonna feel bad for nick (laughs) because good lord i mean he he was always kind of teetering on the edge for me but this episode just pushed him right over into just you know he he is voldemort he really is he is not he is he's not a good person (laughs) he's not a good person at all um well, you know who annoyed me the most this episode was Travis. Yeah, he's he's very good at he's that like as well. He's like blindly trusting the military and like trusting that everything is going to be okay and I'm like, "Look around you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Listen to your wife." <laughs> yeah, I mean, his Travis's problem it seems to be is that he is a logical thinker in a highly illogical situation. Right. Like none of this makes any sense and he's trying to make sense of it and it's, you know, resulting in bad situations for him. Yeah. Uh, he does not wind up in good situations because he's, you know, trying to think through something rationally uh, in a completely irrational situation. Uh, you know, he, he isn't aware how highly irrational it is, but we, we are, Yeah. Uh, we know, and he <laughs> we comes know off what's like, going to happen. Yeah. We, he comes off like a doofus to us. Like it's, yeah. you know, I have no idea. Yeah. I wish there was some way we could tell this man what's going on. But... <laughs> 
our, our, at this point, our only hope is like, you know, like I don't think he's written to make me hate him, but he's got the change. He's got to make a change at some point. If he never makes yeah. a change, that's going to become an issue. Yeah, uh, I think he's written to like fr- frustrate the viewer, like because we know what's going to happen. So he's, he's like, come, come on, wake up, see what's going on. So I, I think he his purpose is to create that uh, emotion in us. Sure. Try to put us, you know, put us in the shoes of like, you know, what an, what would you rationally be thinking in this situation? Right. Like without the foreknowledge of The Walking Dead or zombies or any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Like what would you be, what would you be trying to think uh, in, in a situation like that? I suppose. Uh, although I still feel at this point he's seen too much for some of it to not sink in a little bit. Right. Um, the thing that really irked me in this episode too, I think it was also maybe Travis, although it may have been Madison at first as well. Is okay. when they completely just shot Chris down about yeah. seeing the light. They're like, yeah, that could be anything. And I'm like, I don't know. If you really look at it, it looks exactly like what you would imagine somebody trying to do like Morse code or whatever, <laughs> using a reflective surface, trying yeah. to send a message. Like the pattern, it's too patterned. Mm-hmm. Like the, the sun just does not reflect off yep. of surfaces like that. Like it, it's too it's too patterned. Are, are you thick? Like. You know, eventually Madison gets the the idea and she goes on the rooftop with the the flashlight. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like the end. I thought the end was was yeah. particularly chilling. Uh, I, I I enjoyed that an awful lot. Uh, so I thought I thought that was good, but it was like the last thing I saw in the whole episode. Right. You know what I mean? So right. it was like an episode of really not much happening, and then there was the mm-hmm. payoff at the end, and the payoff was good. I liked it, but. Yeah. But it wasn't as uh, great as the previous episodes. Yeah, I mean, and there wasn't, and there was not one single walking around zombie in this episode. That was stunning. I don't know has has there been an episode of The Walking Dead where there has not been a single walker? I'm, I'm sure there yeah. must be one where there hasn't yeah, been a single. Yeah, there has been. Yeah, and people are usually not happy about it. <laughs> yeah, it's like we need at least one walker death yeah. this episode. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's been. Slim picking so far for that. But I mean, you know, hopefully people aren't watching the show just for, you know, to see how they kill zombies this week. Oh, um, no, I've decided that I'm watching this show just for Madison. That's <laughs> at, at this point. Yes, she's the um, I mean, Daniel's pretty there, too, but there's not much growth with him. He seems like mm-hmm. somebody who was already like, you know, oh, I've been through a few zombie apocalypses in my time. Like he's already there. So it's not fun to watch him. uh right grow like or seemingly that is what his character is like anyway mm-hmm. um madison is and the one who might change really now that his wa- her, uh, his wife just got he didn't get to go with his wife so that it is, might change now that is true um i mean and madison has had some character growth yeah. in fact she might be the only one who has had substantial growth in the first few episodes mm-hmm. um and I guess the only other thing we can really hope for in this episode is that the house that was shot up was not that of Tobias and his family. Oh, my gosh. That better not be the case because, oh, my God, oh. I'm so upset if that's what it <laughs> I didn't even think about that until just now. I'm like, oh, my God, what if that was Tobias's house? Oh. And, I mean, because it, it could make sense because she was. Yeah, he knows uh, where she lived. Because yeah. Madison was watching it and, yeah. like, there's that connection there. Uh, that better not be the case. I'll be so I mad. If he didn't even get an on-screen death, I'll be so pissed off. Or, you know, the gunshots uh, that we sh- we saw, it might be Tobias killing. That's right. It been, yeah, it could have been <laughs> self-defense. 
yeah. the 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 machine guns that he rigged out of uh, oh, wiffle wiffle ball bats and uh, <laughs> uh, dodgeballs or whatever. Uh, all the equipment that he stole from the school. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm still not letting go of this thing. He's like a Casey Jones in this, where he just he he fights off everyone with uh, sports products. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it was a. Uh, that thought crossed my mind and I'm like, Oh no, I hope that's not what it is. Uh, he's got to show back up again. And, uh, well, I will tell you that the finale episode is called the good man. And I can only presume oh my that God, they're that's talking. Tobias. Yeah. I was going to say, I'm presuming that's the only person they could be referring to. Oh, I hope so. Cause we've met a few men in this show and none of them are particularly good. I mean, Travis is a good guy, but he's not particularly bright. Uh, right. at least in this situation, he's not particularly yeah. bright. And, uh, the rest of the men are either, you know, I'm sure, I'm sure Daniel Salazar is not a bad man, but uh, he doesn't strike me as a particularly good man either. Right. Uh, yeah. He's he's very honed in on his family as being the mm-hmm. most important thing, mm-hmm. uh, which is which is you know that is that is good as well. But it but seems like make you do bad things. Yeah, yes. it would seem like he would step on an innocent person's neck. Yes. <laughs> uh, which you know, I love my family too, but I don't know if I'd go that quite that far <laughs> for my family. I mean, I love them, but I don't know if I would hurt innocent people. <laughs> right. Uh, and it seems like I get the feeling he would not hesitate. Uh, yeah, he if, would. Yeah. If that happened. And obviously, Nick, we've already discussed, a uh, miserable human being. <laughs> uh, and Christopher, we don't really, um, I don't really know how I feel about him. Yeah. He's kind of just, just there a little bit. But he seems more... Um, in tune with the situation than Travis. Sure. Oh, yeah. So, far, yeah. Uh, yeah. The apple fell far from the tree when it comes yeah, so to... maybe there's hope. <laughs> oh, perhaps. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, there's also the storyline that they introduced in this episode with Ophelia and the army guy. Yes. So, uh, it seemed to me that she was using him for... I think so, too, because they did seem to move along pretty quickly, right? And... They're they're making out quickly turned into him pushing her closer and then trying to get her bra off and then right. she was like okay whoa 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 time out we're moving mm-hmm. a little too fast here hey uh, do you know what what's going on right. with the medicine right <laughs> uh, yeah. so maybe she, maybe she was using him which is a little interesting yeah I didn't um, expect that from that character he surprised me a little bit so. yeah and uh, I, to be perfectly honest I, I did think she was kind of a level or two above uh, mm-hmm. what that guy could could score on his own with yeah. his charms <laughs> um, he did not seem the most uh, immediately charming I guess that's why I was kind of confused at first right it's like why is she kind of falling for this guy like yeah. you know I mean I guess it made me feel better because it's like if she could <laughs> fall for that guy she could fall for me but Outside of that, it did not make any sense to me whatsoever. <laughs> and that hypothesis actually does make a lot more sense that mm-hmm. she was just trying to get information from him or trying to get medicine for her mother. Actually, you know what? That makes perfect sense. And that's probably exactly what it was. And in that sense, she's got a lot like, you know, her of her dad in her, I guess, where mm-hmm. she was not hesitating to use somebody in this situation right. if it was going to help her family. And I guess I don't necessarily blame her, but I feel bad for the the hapless military guy. Mm-hmm. Who thought he had scored a really hot girlfriend? <laughs> and uh, in the zombie apocalypse, that's not easy. Yeah, no kidding. It's like in the midst <laughs> of all of this craziness, he meets this beautiful woman who is just um, suddenly interested in him. Yeah. Um, now I, now I kind of feel bad for that guy. 
<laughs> I thought maybe he was being too aggressive, but it turns out she was just kind of maybe just using him a little bit. Yeah. Using her wiles, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Um, foolish man. <laughs> Should have seen that coming, sir, but what are you going to do? She didn't get any medicine out of it anyway. He didn't have oh. anything to... He talked to people for her, but he was unable to get any answers. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably because of the thing I mentioned earlier, which is things are far worse than are being let on. Right. Uh, I don't know. We'll find out. We we will have plenty of time to find out. We still have a couple of episodes of this show left, so we will mm-hmm. know for sure what is going on within the next couple of weeks. Uh, Aurora, what would you rate Not Fade Away? Three. Okay, you've definitely brought it down. You did not. <laughs> we, we were close to we were close to turning your scores into a verb, where if somebody gives something a really high score, they've aurored the score. Uh, but you didn't. You. you you uh so so why a so why a three this week compared to the previous weeks? Well, like I said, I I felt like they were building up something that wasn't as great as the build up was. Yeah. So it, it was it kind of disappointed me because I was like expecting this big reveal or this this big thing that was gonna happen and it really didn't. Yeah, there wasn't so, much. Yeah. Um. I, yeah. And I'm Travis. Right. Travis. Uh, of course. <laughs> um. I'm right there with you. I'm I'm at a three. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll see how they handle Nick. I may retroactively come back and grade this higher if it turns out they're using this as a setup to kind of uh, off him in like a King Joffrey type fashion. To where <laughs> like I don't hate him as bad as anybody I've ever hated on Game of Thrones, but um, just as an example, and uh, I, I thoroughly dislike this character. So if this is some sort of setup to remove him from the show, I'll be happy. Uh, but for the time being, it's a three. Yeah, there was, I mean, there was some, there was some tension building within the family, but not the kind of tension you're used to from the walking dead. This is literally just like tension kind of growing within. And they were, they were setting up a lot of things, uh, for a payoff that they did deliver. But, you know, if the best Mm -hmm. thing in the show, like the only thing of true note happens in the last couple of minutes of the show, it's kind of a ho-hum show. And I guess if they're only doing six episodes, we see these types of episodes throughout shows with like even 13 episode runs, but like, you know, 22, 24 episode runs. You see episodes like this that are, I I don't want to use a word like filler because Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm denigrating the show a little too much, but you know, there's shows where just not much is happening because they're, the roller coaster is going downhill a little bit. Uh, and it's, yeah. uh, or it's not well, that's, going... that's what happens with the walking dead. Like you have episodes like this where they're, they're, they're yeah, slow yeah, and not, nothing happens. And then there's this theory that every time an episode like that happens in the walking dead, the next episode is just going to be like murder. Yeah. Something horrible. <laughs> Blood. Yeah. Craziness. Yes. Uh, so. yeah. So nothing really crazy happened this episode other than the revelation about the military, but mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I would give it a three as well. Just, an, just an average episode. Um, this week, the ratings dropped again. They were down to 6.6 million. Last week did 7 million, roughly. Uh, so it dropped a little. It didn't drop a whole point, but it dropped uh, It dropped a little bit. Uh, but as uh, I was telling Aurora off air before we started, uh, AMC has plenty of shows that are doing one or two million viewers that have been going on for multiple seasons so this show is going to be it's not doing it's not close to walking dead numbers but the show is just starting out and we're talking a limited run of episodes i have a good feeling this show is going to be uh 
back. In fact, I know it's going to be back, actually, uh, because uh, had I actually looked at this or read any of the articles we had posted about the show, uh, on back in March, they announced that it has a two-season commitment. Yep. Uh, with the first season having six episodes, and the second season will have 15 episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the show will be around for uh, at least a second season. But if they continue to pull in the numbers like this, even these modest numbers comparatively to The Walking Dead, this show will probably be around for a little while. Right. Uh, I have a feeling. All right. So I mean, they have to meet up the groups, right? You think so? They at some have point. to do it. Yeah. Um, so. It would have to be some sort of flash forward situation, I think, yeah. for this show for the crossover to happen. But yeah, it's. I would presume it would happen at some point. I hope so. Um, Okay, so that's it for the episode this week, but Aurora and I will be back next week, hopefully with Aaron as well, uh, to talk Season 1, Episode 5 of Fear the Walking Dead, called Cobalt. Cobalt.